Welcome. This is Awareness for Everyone, an exploration of conscious reality creation, mindfulness, and employing awareness tools for optimizing your life experience. I am MJ Bleehart, writer, blogger, editor, voice artist, and 21st century philosopher. This week's topic, how does awareness wake people up? Well, why do people even need to wake up? Let's be honest here. It's pretty damned apparent that there are way, way too many people out there who are asleep at the switch. They are utterly, completely, and totally unaware of pretty much everything going on around them. They are barely conscious of themselves. They certainly are barely conscious of anything else that's happening. They're looking at these situations and they're being pulled in all these directions because they're not awake enough to recognize how these things can and will impact them. Take COVID-19. Please, somebody take COVID-19. That's another story. Why are we still where we are with this virus? I'll tell you why. Because there are all these people who are unawake and unaware and not paying attention to the fact that if they got vaccinated, if they followed the super easy ways to help protect people by wearing masks and social distancing, this thing, this virus, would no longer be impacting us the way that it is. We wouldn't still be, a lot of us at least, going into stores and other places wearing masks because it's still necessary. I have friends who were fully vaccinated and still, thanks to the Delta variant, got COVID-19. Now, because they were vaccinated, they both survived, and one of them barely had more than a cold. The other, who has respiratory issues, has spent weeks, I think months to be honest, still fighting to catch her breath on a regular basis, but she's recovered and she avoided the ventilator probably because she was vaccinated. But the point here is that so, so many people are just not aware and they're not awake. Awareness can help wake people up. Lots and lots of people out there are not aware of what's around them, let alone themselves. And I think a lot of the problems regarding being aware of what's around them stem from them not being aware of themselves. So to all intents and purposes, they're sleepwalking through this life. You've seen these people. We all know people, maybe not closely in this situation, but we've all seen people who are doing this, who are clearly what we often call sheeple. They're just not with it. They're not being mindful of what's going on around them, I think because they're just not mindful of themselves. They have no idea what their conscious minds are doing. So they're not aware in any way, shape, or form of their thoughts, feelings, actions, or intentions. And... As such, they are living their lives subconsciously. How do you live subconsciously? Well, you simply go by rote and routine, you follow the patterns of your life, and you make very few choices or decisions for yourself unless they are absolutely, utterly necessary. What can we do? How does awareness work to help wake people up? This gets tied into mindfulness because mindfulness is really the best way to wake people up. And practicing mindfulness isn't hard to do, and doing it keeps you awake. 
Now, mindfulness over the last few years has become quite the buzzword. It's this idea of holistic, self-helpy stuff that some people find to be hooky-spooky BS. But realistically, mindfulness is nothing of the sort. Mindfulness is nothing more than conscious awareness right here and right now in the present moment. Mindfulness, when practiced for the self, is all about recognizing who, what, why, where, how, and even frankly, when you are. Conscious awareness right here and now is mindfulness practice. To a lot of people, this is extremely disconcerting because we've been taught over the years that we need to put other people first and that only super selfish people think only of themselves. But that's not what this is. Mindfulness is not a selfish act. If you are better aware of yourself, you take yourself off of autopilot. That's really what this is all about. Mindfulness is working with your conscious awareness and making active choices and decisions for how your life is going to be. Lots of people choose not to do that. Why? I think because some people find it just easier to go with the flow, to just let life happen to them. And while on the one hand, I can see that it might seem easier, at least in the immediate thought process, it's really not because it's why so many people are so completely and totally discontent with their lives. Please allow me to elaborate here. When I'm talking about people being so dissatisfied with their lives, it's because they are not living consciously, but instead letting life live them. They're not choosing to take control. They're not choosing to work with mindfulness to get a hold of their thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions, which, when all is said and done, is about all that any of us has any real control over. We have no control over anybody else. We cannot make anyone do anything. We can suggest, we can cajole, we can do all kinds of things to persuade, but nobody is going to do something unless they choose to do it. However, when you're living subconsciously and you're not being mindful and consciously choosing what, how, when, where, why you do the things you do and just letting life live you, you will find yourself going along and doing things that just don't make you happy. But beyond that, don't feel satisfactory. They don't make you feel like you're doing as you can. You'll feel like there's more. Because to be perfectly blunt, there is more. It's very easy when you're living subconsciously to be drawn off by all the distractions of the world around us because that's just incredible how many things there are to distract us. Every piece of technology can be a distraction. Social media, which is great for connecting us, ultimately also distracts the crap out of us because people are drawn away from things that might be able to better empower them and instead going down the rabbit hole of reading all these thoughts of other people, many of which are deeply, deeply negative. And the next thing you know, you're angry, you're sad, and what's more, you get complacent. This is a big part of why some of what's happened post-COVID-19 as we enter into this new period after the lockdown, which wasn't nearly as long as it should have been, but that's neither here nor there, 
we're seeing people coming out on the other side here and recognizing that some of the ways in which the world works aren't realistic. They're artificial. They're false. And that is a big part of how we wake up. We recognize that a lot of the reality we buy into and believe to be true isn't actually real. It's made up by somebody else. What am I talking about here? Let's look at pretty much half the business world and the fact that so, so many people work nine to five jobs that produce pretty much nothing. Now, this is part and parcel with the service industry and with a service culture like we have in this country, which has been more and more dominant over the years. But we are still forced to work in these offices, in these cubicle farms, and overseen by people who, frankly, don't necessarily want to be there either. And it creates this vicious cycle where we come to believe that this is what there is to life, that you leave your schooling behind, join the workforce, and slog through it. But that's not it. There is more to life than that. And this is why it's really imperative to try to be aware and wake up. When you wake up, you become empowered. Empowered to literally choose your own adventure. Every single one of us, all 7.8 billion people on planet Earth, are empowered to make choices and decisions for how their lives will take shape. For some people, this is totally unrealistic. They don't buy it. They can't see it in any way, shape, or form because, no, that's not possible. This is the way it is. They buy into these lies. And the thing is, it's intentional on the part of a very small few to disempower as many people as they can and, as such, keep them sleepwalking, keep them asleep and unaware so that they aren't prepared to take the control that is their life-given right. Every single person has the right to this. Every single person has the ability to feel this. There are a very, very limited number of things we actually control in our lives. All of them are about ourselves. The vast, vast majority of them are internal. And I don't mean our internal organs. I mean our mindset, headspace, psyche, self. It's bridging the gap between our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. It's recognizing our ego and how our ego tries to protect us and tries to put on the best face for the outside world to look at when they're looking at us. This is a big part of what being awake does. What being aware does is help you recognize what's in your head, heart, and soul. And doing that ultimately empowers you. But what does it empower you to do? Anything. Everything. Waking people up empowers them to see that this is a fear-based society we live in, that there are certain people in power who employ fear, both benignly and malignantly, to control us. Some of it, like advertising, is really pretty benign. I mean, yeah, it's fear of missing out, it's fear of being looked upon as not having enough and being lesser, but 
relatively speaking, that's kind of benign, versus the fear invoked by those who will tell you that the other are out to harm you, that purposefully know that their rhetoric hurts people, harms people, and causes us all to live with less empathy, compassion, and kindness than is our right. Because frankly, we are all entitled to having compassion and empathy and kindness. There is nobody I know who doesn't desire that. That's why there is no good reason to claim that the other is out to destroy you. Nobody truly takes joy in destroying other people, at least nobody worthwhile. Anybody who does is simply not a good person. And I can probably name a few off the top of my head, but that's going to go on a political rant that I don't really want to get into here. The point is this. When people wake up, when they become better with practicing self-awareness, they can see this fear-based society we live in and then employ reason and logic to counter the fear. Fear is not overcome by bravery. It's not overcome by love. It's overcome by reason and logic. It's recognizing that we have the ability to look at this situation, look at these intangible fears and go, hey, that's not real. I'm not actually afraid of that. I'm afraid of the suffering that that will cause, which is the vast majority of the fear that is spewed out at us by the media, spewed at us by advertising, spewed at us by politicians and religious leaders and business leaders, all of it is about fear of suffering. We're no longer standing on the Serengeti fearing being chased and eaten by lions. That fear has left us. But the fear of the intangible and suffering is just as powerful and disempowering because it's no longer about survival. We are capable of so many amazing, incredible things. And that is why using awareness and waking up via awareness is so powerful. I can't wake anybody else up, period. That's just the reality. I can't. Nobody can wake anybody up who isn't willing to wake up but I can show you how it can be done. And we can offer tools and ideas and exercises and show people by doing it ourselves that they can have, be, and do more. That they can use awareness, awareness for everyone, to wake up. And when awareness wakes more people up, more people become empowered. And when more people become empowered, together we become capable of building a better world for everyone. And that, to me, is ultimately worthwhile. That's why I talk about this every week. That's why I write the blogs I do about the topics of conscious reality creation, mindfulness, positivity, and self-awareness. Because I believe that if I can get anybody to wake up and take back the control that is rightfully theirs and do more good for themselves they will then be able to do more good for the world and all of us, when we are more aware, can live to the best of our abilities and change this world for the better for everyone.
Thank you for joining me for Awareness for Everyone and sharing in this exploration of mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and employing other awareness tools for optimizing our life experiences. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can also follow me via Instagram and Twitter at mjbleehart and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Network for hosting me and to Fima Honey. She is the creator of my cover art. If you're interested in commissioning work from her, she can be reached via email at veinsofink2017 at gmail.com. And you should also check out her Etsy shop, Talia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, my articles at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my various published books on Amazon. Thank you, and I hope that you are discovering how awareness for everyone begins with you and me, and is something that we can practice to live to the fullest and improve our life experience.